Happy Friday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totry, and for the second consecutive day, we have Leah Merrill behind the Mac today. What's up? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> the little what's up? What's up? Love it. Guys, we have a jam-packed show for you today. We've obviously got Hot or Not at the end of the program, just like we do every single Friday. I know Leah definitely already has those three topics in her head. Yep, today. all three for sure. The, <laughs> and then we're going to have Derek Montilla on from the PHNX Diamondback show. He's going to be talking a little bit about the Diamondbacks growth and how Arizona State kind of as a whole, whether that be basketball, football, baseball, how that program and really how Arizona State can reach that same level of growth that the Diamondbacks have reached over the last few seasons, specifically this season, obviously, with the Diamondbacks fighting for a spot in the World Series. But before we get to that, we're going to be talking a little bit about trending up. Some players that we think can go out there on Saturday against the number five Washington Huskies and have themselves a day and really be giant keys to Arizona State's success, whether that be in an upset victory or in just another game where we see the Sun Devils grow as a unit and potentially roll that over through the rest of the season. We've got some predictions too. We have a guest who ended up making a prediction for you guys that we'll get into in just a second. But without further ado, let's go ahead and start things off with trending up. Pretty much all week, we've talked about how dominant the Washington offensive line is. Only giving up four sacks this season. Michael Penix Jr. has been kept upright pretty much all season long. That's why the first guy who needs to go out there and have a big game is none other than B.J. Green, a guy on the defensive line for Arizona State who has really been a playmaker for the Sun Devils, not only this year, but he was big for Arizona State last season. He's got 21 total tackles, four sacks, and one forced fumble. He is going to be a key factor for the Sun Devils in Saturday's contest against Washington. If he is able to rattle, whether that be the right tackle spot or that left tackle spot, if Brian Ward decides to change things up and maybe move BJ across that defensive line a little bit, we could see Arizona State be in a really prime spot to take advantage of some of those extra opportunities. If BJ is able to get to the quarterback on a third and long or a second and long and maybe prevent a Washington offense that does like to go for it on fourth down, we could see that play a big role in Arizona State on the offensive side of the ball. Another player on the defensive side of the ball that is trending up and can have themselves a big game against Washington is the heartbeat of that Arizona State defense, Jordan Clark. 25 total tackles on the year, no sacks, no forced fumbles, and the big one, no interceptions, but he did have an INT, a pick six against Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies last year. It was kind of a little bit of a fluke play, but it was certainly one of the most important plays of the entire game in Arizona State's win over Washington last year. If Arizona State wants to find a way to go out there and beat Michael Penix Jr. in Washington on Saturday, they are certainly going to need to force turnovers. And I'm looking at this guy, Jordan Clark, not just through the air and interceptions, but in the run game as well. We know he packs a punch. If he's able to force a fumble, maybe two, or again, just show his true presence as a force as a defensive back for Arizona State, then I think the Sun Devils again have a chance. I'm not going to say they're going to they're not going to be the favorite. Okay, even if they force t- two, three turnovers, I don't think they're going to be the favorite. But I think it starts on the defensive side of the ball with B.J. Green. It starts on the defensive side of the ball with Jordan Clark to be able to create those extra opportunities for the Sun Devil offense in Trenton Bourget. And when you're talking about key players, it's those guys who have really been, um, like I said earlier, the heartbeat of this Arizona State defense in B.J. Green and Jordan Clark. It's going to be up to those guys to make big plays. Big-time players make big-time plays and big-time moments. And Saturday is exactly when you're going to need B.J. Green and Jordan Clark to go out there and make those big-time plays if the Sun Devils are going to stand a chance against the Washington Huskies. Finally, though, the last guy trending up for Arizona State in Sunday's game is none other than our guy, Corn Jalen Conyers. Look, he's averaging 14.2 yards per reception against AP Top 25 teams. He's got 71 total receiving yards uh, and five receptions total against AP Top 25 teams. 17 catches on the year, nearly 180 receiving yards. And here's the big one. Still a goose egg 
in that touchdown column. I think if Arizona State is going to find a way to upset number five Washington, it's going to be on corn. We saw how valuable the relationship and the connection that Trenton Borgay and Jalen Conyers have was last year in that Colorado game. We saw it against Arizona, and we've seen what Corn has been capable of in in slivers so far this season. I think if the Sun Devils are going to have a chance and those extra opportunities are going to come, whether that be from turnovers uh, or special teams gimmicks, you are going to absolutely need your go-to guy in Jalen Conyers to go step up and be a real threat offensively. Obviously, the bye week has helped him recover the week before. There was a lot of talk about Colorado and why Corn didn't necessarily play a whole lot. Look, from my understanding, things are, it's 100% now and he's ready to roll and we'll see. We'll see if he is able to maybe have one of those breakout games like we saw from him last year against Colorado where he had a handful of touchdowns in a barrel of catches. He's going to need to do that. So again, to recap, trending up, BJ Green, Jordan Clark, Jalen Conyers, that's the trio of Sun Devils who need to step up and have some big games if the Sun Devils are going to find a way to win. Charles in the chat. Going to be a tough one for sure, but ASU has knocked off UW before. They absolutely have. They beat Washington last season when the Huskies were a top 25 team. I want to say they were 21st in the nation, and Arizona State upset them with two quarterbacks. Emory Jones started that game, went down. Trenton Borgay came in the game, stepped up, and delivered Sean Aguano's first win as interim head Coach, Joshua in the chat, bet the spread and the money line. I got a good feeling. $5 gets you $85 on the money line. For the upset, look, I'm just going to go out there and say it. You could parlay ASU Moneyline with the Diamondbacks to win the World Series. Okay, I know those are both not the greatest of odds. I think the Diamondbacks have the worst odds out of the four remaining teams. And Arizona State's odds are like plus 1,600 to win. That's like plus 1,700 or plus 17,000 odds. Um, So, look, it's worth a sprinkle. Okay, my favorite saying is it's worth a cup of coffee. If you go get Starbucks or wherever you get coffee in the morning, it costs you three, four, five dollars. Eh, it's worth a cup of coffee. Could be some pretty good money if those things happen. So wouldn't wouldn't sleep on it too much. And look, we're gonna get to predictions here in a second. And I know my prediction, but there is one prediction that might surprise you guys a little bit. So let's go ahead and take a look at this prediction graphic here. This is what I've got happening. I've got Arizona State falling to the Huskies 21 to 41. Look, I have tried and, and find a way every single day to try and find a way for Arizona State to come out on top over number five, Washington. This is just a team, like Brian Ward said, that simply does not have a weakness right now. If Arizona State is able to win, it means they were able to capitalize on something that maybe no other team has been able to do over the last 365 days, which would certainly be special. But I find Arizona State just struggling to keep up in this one, just simply because of the injuries again. Not ne- not necessarily Anything against the Sun Devils. Um, I just think Washington has, you know, they haven't necessarily been beaten down by injuries. Their offensive line is is a surefire thing. Roma Duze is one of the best wide receivers, making his case to be a top three wide receiver taken uh, in the NFL draft. And obviously the defense is no slouch either. But that's why I say all that, and this is why it's kind of a surprise because Shane Diefenbach, big pokey himself, when I text him asking who he thinks is going to win this game, I'll read you word for word what he had to say with this prediction. He predicted Arizona State to beat Washington 41-37. to Quote, magic is in the air. TB16 is going to put his expletive on the table. My goodness. I don't know if the Winnebago life is getting a Shano, but hey, if if it happens and Arizona State is able to upset the Washington Huskies, then I'll tell you what, Shane Diefenbach was the guy who predicted it. My goodness. I haven't seen anybody take the Sun Devil so far. Joshua, obviously, in the chat says that he's going to take ASU 31-27, to 27, a thing you love to see. Guys, drop your predictions in the chat. We teased Derek Montilla. We're going to get him on this show here in just a little bit to talk about the Arizona Diamondbacks and how Arizona State can hopefully reach that level of success. But before we do all of that, look, I'm going to tell you a little bit about our friends over at Hero Bread. Okay. I don't know about you. 
but I love me some carbs, sliced breads, buns, tortillas. They have it all over at Hero.co and Amazon. What makes them better than any competitor you've used before? What's your favorite recipe? Guys, literally everything that Hero has is super, if you will. It's called Hero Bread, but it is literally the bread of superstars, superheroes, and everybody here at PHNX. It's high in fiber, ultra low net carbs, zero sugar per slice, fewer calories than leading national brands, and five to 10 grams of protein per serving. Something that is unheard of when it comes to bread, tortillas, and that type of stuff. So right now, Hero Bread is offering listeners 10% off their first order. Just go to Hero.com and use code PHNX to save on Hero Bread today. That's Hero.co to save 10% today. Also, guys, we talked a little bit earlier about betting that Arizona State money line, and you all know where you could do it. You could do it over at that BetMGM Sportsbook, and they still have an amazing offer for you guys. I'm going to tell you here a little bit about it. It's super easy to get started. Just download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android, or visit BetMGM.com and sign up with code PHNX. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at standard odds price, a qualifying bet. And once you've placed a qualifying bet, you guys are going to receive 200 bones in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Made a little money last night on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Thank you to Thursday Night Football in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Guys, sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX again. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10, and you guys are going to receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome check out the show notes for full details and now listen to shano talk about the disclaimer gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER colorado dc illinois indiana kansas louisiana maryland mississippi new jersey nevada ohio pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia wyoming call 8778 hope and y or text hope and y 467-369 new york call 1-800-327-5050 massachusetts 21 plus to wager please gamble responsibly call 1-800-NEXT-STEP arizona 1-800-BETS-OFF iowa 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help michigan 1-800-981-0023 puerto rico in partnership with kansas crossing casino and hotel visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions u.s promotional offers not available in dc new york or ontario Ontario. Yes, Derek. The spot. The, right right now? I'm no, I'm just saying. <laughs> you have plenty of time, but Yeah, there's like okay. three hours. Right, I got I just, three-ish I hours. Move that's, over. that's why that's Move why over. I want to come on your show. <laughs> okay. Well, you're on the show. I've teased it, okay? All right, I've teased fine. that you're gonna be on the show today, talking a little bit about the Arizona Diamondbacks and just how Arizona State can hopefully at some point reach that same level. Of growth, right? Because the Sun Devils right now, at least from a football perspective, sitting at one and five, first year head coach in Kenny Dillingham. There was a lot of hype to start. And right now, I feel like there's the fan base is just begging and pleading to just get some sort of life going here. Yes. But in terms of the Arizona Dimebacks, right? It feels like the Sun Devils, their very next matchup right now is against the Atlanta Braves. They got a super, super hot team in the Washington Huskies, number five in the nation. No one's got them to win. But the Arizona Diamondbacks know a little something about not being picked to win, Derek. I mean, that's honestly, it's it's what they've kind of been about for the last few years, and rightfully so. Uh, they were a hundred loss team, hundred plus loss, hundred and ten losses actually two seasons ago, right? So it's like that, that was probably the lowest point in franchise history. You could say they had a season in two thousand four where they, you know, had had a few more losses than that, but. It just that that point for this team kind of seemed like a, a really, really low part, like like low point, like where can we go from here? And I know, you know, uh, such a big part of where they're at right now is is Mike Hazen, mm-hmm. right? Having somebody in place that can bring talent to, you know, your 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 team, you know, to every team here. And it's not like Arizona State isn't an attractive destination as far as wanting to come to school here and go here, right? But it is, it's literally about having that person that, you know, obviously can recruit, can bring guys in. I mean, it's a different world now. So uh, it's it's about offering everything, you know, that, that you can to try to go out there and get the the young talent right i mean but the diamondbacks you know like that was such a big part of it even this yeah. year right uh they didn't really have for instance a, a bullpen and and what mike hazen was able to do with guys that were kind of castaways from other teams make you know one key trade that was kind of a 
a little bit of an under the radar move, you know, for at least for Diamondbacks fans, it it changed the team drastically, right? You know, but obviously, you know, going at least to a professional franchise, a lot of this was about uh, knowing what you are. Yeah. Right. And I mean, the Diamondbacks aren't going to compete in a tough division like the NL West by trying to spend as much money as the Dodgers and the yeah. Padres are spending. Those teams just their 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 games almost sell out every night. You know, they just have a, a great representation beyond that. They're, you know, franchises that have been around for decades. And, you know, again, that's kind of what like ASU is up against because some of those other schools, some of those yeah. other programs just have that prestige where people's families have gone to that school for generations or at least wanted to attend that school, you know. So I, I think it's mostly, you know, about making this an attractive destination. And obviously, you know, recruitment is the, the key there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think Arizona State has those guys, right? They they have the pieces in place with a Kenny Dillingham, a, a Brian Ward, a Brian Carrington, a Rashad Samples. Like they've got the guys to go out there and make Arizona State an attractive place. They've got yeah. the guys to go out and recruit that talent to maybe even like you said with Arizona Diamond, Diamondbacks, go get some guys that maybe other collegiate programs have slept on yeah. or that are just kind of waiting in the wing for that opportunity. From from your perspective, obviously this year so different than that 100 loss team last year for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Like I think there's a lot of Sunnival fans that it feels year after year there is like, okay, we're our peak is seven and five when in reality they want to be that 10 and two team yeah. and the diamondbacks again, going from a hundred losses to now being a few wins away from potentially being in the world series, which is just again, crazy to it say, is. It is. right? Like how, from a fan's perspective, do you get through something like that and still have faith and hope that, you know, like there is a light to the end of this very, very dark maroon and gold tunnel. Well, we are like, it's, we're just a fair weather state yeah. you know and i mean it it crosses over to all of our sports teams i think and i think that's the the key is like when you look at other franchises when you look at like some cities you know we're playing philadelphia at times they've reveled in how bad they were yeah. right like they didn't they didn't switch franchises or go root for another team or find something else to do no god damn it they're gonna watch every eagles game <laughs> uh if it's a bad season for the eagles and they're gonna wear the bag on their head and they're gonna do the whole bit and that's how they're gonna be right and i think that's uh like that's a big part of it right is again building that culture as fans where you know yeah you know, you got to be honest with yourselves. It's kind of like, again, the way that we've approached this series with the Phillies is like, this is going to, I'm not going to trash talk Phillies fans right now because yeah. this is going to be difficult. Yeah. And I mean, if the Diamondbacks pull this off, it's going to kind of be a miracle. But at the same time, they're in it. They have a chance. Just like every single year, your team is in it. Every single year when you start over, your team is in it. I just, I think from... Uh, the ASU perspective, a big part of it is like, again, why are the Diamondbacks here at this point? They didn't they didn't hesitate to make difficult decisions when it came from moving on from key personnel that weren't helping them win games. Yeah. No matter how big of a name that was, no matter how much money they were paying to them or how much money they're going to owe them after they did release them from the team. And honestly, I've never seen in my life a franchise that I've rooted for or this franchise that i've covered make those kind of moves which again that's kind of like the thing that you have to do sometimes in order you got to go with the guys that that win you got to go with the guys that are performing and in in some cases it's not like they didn't give those you know those players a chance but eventually what they found out was they would rather give their younger players that chance to play rather than worry about who's getting the biggest paycheck because essentially those players were kind of holding them back. Yeah, right? and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is not overnight success for the Arizona Diamondbacks, no, no. right? Like this is something that takes significant time, which I think is super interesting to see from the professional standpoint, just yeah. because this is something that Kenny has talked about in, in pressers before of just like, it is going to be tough, right? You see the little, the little wins that don't necessarily show up at the end of the game, right? You're still going to lose that game, but you see yeah. the team growing in the locker room. You see him growing in certain categories on the field. And he described it as like bamboo, right? Like you water it literally for four to five years and you see no growth whatsoever. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it, it grows like crazy. 16 yeah. feet. So is yeah. that is that the case then with the Arizona Diamondbacks? Yeah, I think a lot of the work that was put into this team was work that Mike Hazen has been putting in for years. Yeah. I've often said when he was handed the keys to the franchise, it was like, 
uh, a house party had happened. Someone broke mom's vase and they were like, quick, put this back together. Right. And he did. He did a great job of it. But you could still see the cracks and stuff in it because it, it was an impossible task to fi- fix this franchise, yeah. especially overnight and make it be a success. And actually, they did, you know, when they were able to make it to the postseason, you know, back in 2017, relatively quickly after Hazen took over. But a big part of the change, again, was the farm system, because we went from having one of the worst farm systems in baseball to having one of the best. And it was through trades and it was through acquiring draft picks and things like that. Right. So, again, I mean. It's it's obviously much different in the collegiate world, but talent acquisition of talent and having those people in place, being able to recognize the talent. And again, with college, it's like Colorado, Mm -hmm. right? Their success was bamboo yeah. blowing up overnight, right? But <laughs> yeah. still, what they're showing is that they that that the, the hype got really big. They're still a team that has some work to do, but they are now, you know, probably one of the most attractive destinations yeah. for talent to want to go to. So even though this is the start of something and they might not win anything this year or win a bowl game or do anything like that, what they've done is make that school an attractive destination for the top talent in the country to want to go to, to attend. Yeah. And that's what ASU needs to figure out a way to do. Obviously, Dion is such a huge part yeah. of that, right? Like there's no joke. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Right. But obviously another big part about that is having someone like, like Kenny Dillingham that can, you know, put out there a, a, a competitive team, win or lose and, and a, and a competent team, a team that yeah. you want to come be a part of. I also love all the jerseys and stuff. Like, I'm a sucker for that stuff. And I know that younger kids are, too. So, again, that's something you have to think about is you are trying to influence kids that are 12, 13 years yeah. old right now to attend this school in, in five years. You know what I mean? And so, like, that is part of it is also thinking about the the making this uh, an attraction, a, a, a attractive destination. That, Almost like an attraction, though. An, an attraction, right, that kids want to come to. Yeah. There's a lot of benefits to just living here in Arizona, obviously, like just in general, especially yeah. if you come from someplace with terrible weather, right? Yeah. Like there's right there, thumbs up. But there's lots of schools that have that. So you got to make your school stand out in, in a different way. Yeah, know? so I guess my, my question to you then would be the million-dollar question of like if you were in Kenny's shoes, and obviously his shoes are completely different than what Ray Anderson has to do or all of the, 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 I guess, the delegations that the coaches, the other coaches on the staff have to go through. If you were Kenny Dillingham, how would you start that process, right? Obviously, one in five right now, you have a date with the number five team in the nation with the Heisman favorite quarterback in Michael Penix Jr. on Saturday. How do you go about making Arizona State a more attractive destination? Because to your point, Tempe is great. Yeah. Like people yeah. that go, that live in the Midwest or they live on the East Coast, like they come to Arizona for a reason. Yeah. So how do you go about making Arizona State the next Arizona Arizona Diamondbacks, I guess? I'm, I'm going to start off with an electric pregame Let's speech. Do, okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we need to fire fire kids up. We yeah. need that clip to go viral because, <laughs> we, you know, you see that yeah. stuff, right? Uh, I, I, I don't even know what school it is, but there's a speech that's going around right now that I saw uh, a, a college coach give that – was absolutely electric, yeah. right? Uh, talking about it, uh, if we die, we die and stuff. Like, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm Something re- gets you fired up. I'm ready to go out, yeah. right? But I mean, again, there's stuff, there, there is kind of a thing where it, Kenny is responsible for creating uh, his reputation yeah. as a coach that you want to go play for, right? And again, results are what they are, but a lot of times, you know, the, the things that people will see of him, the way that he interacts with his players, the way he coaches and stuff like that, is going to be a determining factor because he's a great guy. Yeah. And he's going out there and he's trying to make himself, you know, uh, put himself out there, do a lot of press things and things like that. And I think so far what he's doing is smart, right? But he's still relatively unknown, right? He's not a guy like Dion that, you know, was, was, was an NFL Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, <laughs> huge celebrity. Yeah. I, mean, just, I mean, forget even the Hall of Fame stuff. Like, he's just like a yeah. huge celebrity yeah. in the United States, right? So it's like, that's that's a, that you can't even start comparing to that. But what what sometimes people want is a more authentic coach, right? Like, there's a lot of spectacle that goes on with that. And some people don't want that. Yeah. They want somebody that they feel is legitimately going to care about them and not necessarily just get them free sunglasses yeah. and stuff, right? So I think uh, that there is, a, there is a sincerity to Kenny Dillingham. And I think that the fact that he uh, is is 
really a guy that that you that seemingly you do want to play for i think that's you know uh, doing his part right yeah. but again it's it's hard i think a lot of it is going to require like legitimate old school recruiting boots on the ground kind of stuff him talking to people in person talking to families in person all that kind of stuff and and again i i think it's it's going to be a matter of like getting those guys to understand what a big part of the program they're going to be here versus maybe you know elsewhere but yeah again i i think it, it's it's an uphill battle especially with the changes that are going on you know with the pac-12 and moving you know conferences yeah. and all this stuff like it feels like it's going from a, a hard, difficult, a hard situation to like an impossible. One, yeah. You know, and, it, and that that's the interesting t- the interesting part, too, right, is because there are different perspectives on how moving to the Big 12 will affect Arizona State and some of these other universities. Right. Some of them of like, oh, it should help them. It gives them a fresh start. It opens the, the path to new recruiting versus the idea that oh, it's a refresher and they kind of have to start from ground zero in the Big 12, whereas you've got some of these other programs that are already established. You're going in with a Utah who is, you know, one of the premier programs in terms of football. You're going in with Dion, Coach Prime Sanders in Colorado, yeah. and then you're going in with your rival Arizona, which we know what they are in basketball. Like, it almost feels like Arizona State is at the bottom of that totem pole, which does kind of suck for a guy in Kenny Dillingham in year one because it you, this this question of like how can Arizona State do this? I feel like it's almost like a revolving door with oh Herm Edwards. Okay, how can Herm do this? Because it feels like the Herm situation was like a failed Dion experiment. A and then, bit. and then yeah. before if, that, if Dion had about thirty more years on <laughs> with no ability to coach. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was don't even get me started on Herm, man. It's, it's a tough situation, but like it, it feels but like it, it's a revolving door. It's a similar situation to the Diamondbacks once again in the fact that the previous regime, uh, again, that's where that metaphor of the broken vase comes from because they just did such a bad job. Yeah, and they had so many ulterior motives to the way that they ran the team, and they had no problem spending crazy amounts of money that they deferred. For years, they spent a huge amount of money on a Cuban prospect that didn't really work out just because at the time it was crazy. You know, everybody was getting a, a Cuban prospect. <laughs> so, like, we got to throw money for one, too, right? Like, so there was a lot of mismanagement of this yeah. team that put them in, in a deficit. And I, you could probably say that about the previous regime here at ASU, oh, yeah. right? So, like, not only is it a matter of how do you come up, but how do you dig yourself out of that hole first? get yourself back up to like an even playing field and then boost your program up from there. Uh, and again, the only way the Diamondbacks fit, f- knew that they could do it, Mike Hazen knew that they could do it, was with through like young talent because those guys, the way that MLB works, they're just under team control for so long. Yeah. So it's like drafting young talent, making, uh, you know, trying to go after guys that like are going to be ready soon, right? Like, because in baseball, you could literally draft a high schooler that is not going to play the game professionally for maybe six years, yeah, which wild. is just crazy, right? So it's, you know, it was about figuring out a time frame and figuring out how to build from within. But that's the thing is they, they know they can't go spend the money again, like I said earlier. So that's how they build. And that's the, like the, the blueprint that they followed. And now here they are unexpectedly early, you know, making yeah. not only a playoff run, but a significant playoff run. Right. So uh, they, they, this is a team that was supposed to compete in like 2025. And now here they are in the national league championship series. So, Sports is great like that. Anything can happen with sports, you know, once you start getting guys together that can believe in themselves and believe in the program. Kenny's the right guy for that. But it's just depending on how can you convince people to come play and be a part of this program. I'll tell you, though, at least being able to be on TV now probably is a good start. (laughs) It's a good start. It is definitely a good start. If I was not in the Pac-12, that would have been my number one recruiting tool to get kids that thought that they might go to Pac-12. Like, that's cool. You want to be on TV? TV? Like, every Saturday? I mean... You want to be? You want your parents to be able to find the games? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna want to not play. Yeah. Uh, in the stay Pac-12. away from that Pac-12. I think in terms of uh, your point, right, of the Diamondbacks and, and Hazen going after young talent, the the equivalent for Arizona State would be going after freshmen that can actually contribute now. Yeah, right. Would yeah, be yeah, to go yeah. get the guys similar to the ones that they've already got defensively. JoJo Albright. Um, also a guy like CJ fight on the offensive side of the ball, getting a guy like Jaden Rashada, getting a transfer and Jordan Tyson, getting young guys that can go out there, get the necessary reps that they need to. Now you're not expecting to necessarily have 
you know, the otherworldly success that's, immediately. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is, is again, like the way that they tried to get some of these guys in. And, and honestly, that was a surprising thing to Jesse and I is that they got a lot of their rookies yeah. ahead of schedule to the like called up. Big part of that is just getting all of that anxiety out of the way, getting all of that early playing time, especially when you have a chance to do it like last season, which wasn't. It, you know, was a step up from the 100 loss season two seasons ago. But still, they weren't competing for a playoff spot. They weren't there yet. They got Corbin Carroll up, got him a chance to have a number of months playing, you know, yeah. at a major league level, getting all of those firsts out of the way, getting the parents, dropping them off out of the way, getting all of those things out of the way, and then just becoming a ball player. Yeah. And then now this year, he's the rookie of the year, uh, hands down. Like, yeah. you know, not even close, right? Those guys, you know, especially in a season now where they're one in five, those guys need the playing time. Yeah. Those are the guys, like, especially if you know that they are better perform, they're they're outperforming, you know, the older, the the, the, the senior class, yeah. you know. Which is a, t- a, a tough thing to do, right? Which I feel like you see it kind of it, with the Diamondbacks or some of those other professional teams, not just in baseball, right? Where it's like, okay, it, there's almost got to be a parting of ways with some of these veterans yeah, because yeah, there's like a pecking order, yeah. you know, and it's like, well, especially with the Diamondbacks, like, oh, we're paying Madison Bumgarner all of this money. We have to start him. Yeah. We can't bench him. We can't call him out of the bullpen. Like, that's insane. Then, you look, then it looks real bad. <laughs> it looks really bad. Right. And then they just said, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to DFA him. And, yeah. you know, like it was shocking because it, that like we had made comments about it, never really thought it was a, a reality. And when they made those kind of moves, right. It's it's just showing your commitment to winning because, you know, again, you you recruited this this you know this kid and he's not playing well you know as a junior or senior or whatever right and like again you might just because of how you know highly touted he was at one point yeah. uh, still give him that role you know even when he doesn't deserve it uh, even when a, a younger kid and like at this point like the belief that you can earn playing time for a program no matter what age you are what you know what what grade you are like that's I, I feel for me that's a big thing to want to go play for a program like that because yeah. it really does feel like you can work your way in into yeah. the you know yeah no yeah I think you're 100 percent right and I think again that's that's kind of where it starts for Arizona State Kenny Dillingham is through these next six games obviously Jaden Rashad is still dealing with injury but some of those young guys whether that be Kayla Black offensively again JoJo Cox uh, on the defensive side of the ball like there are guys that are gonna need playing time. That it you might see the the growing pains with some of them yeah. early on, yeah. but again, you're a one in five football team, and you're not playing for the now at this point. You're playing for the future. You're playing yeah. for you know the end of that road when you do have that giant leap, and the bamboo does kind of reveal itself a little bit. So. Well, you got to invest in the future, and and the investment is that experience. Yeah, it's invaluable, right? Making those mistakes, especially when it doesn't matter in a season like this. Why not? You yeah, know yeah. What I mean, absolutely. Investing in the experience. And while we're on the topic of investing in experiences, guys, the Diamondbacks do have a home game tonight at Chase Field. And you guys can invest in that experience. Go to Chase Field, pack that place, get your tickets on the Game Time app. Super, super cheap, super easy, super affordable. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use that code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Last I checked, you could still get tickets for like eighty dollars to that game. Like I don't know what they're. Let me let me actually check and see what they're at right I'll, now. I'll tell you. Yesterday it was uh, was it was almost unforgivable, right? We became the talk of the sports world just because tickets were available for so cheap. But I got to give it up to Diamondbacks fans. They showed up yesterday and they packed that place. Uh, they did a great job. And not only do they have a game tonight, they also have a game tomorrow night. So make sure you don't miss out on checking out game time for all of those tickets because they are available. And $38. $38. Oh, $38. Literally slashed in half. $38. Yep. $39. Like, go this get is what happens. some tickets. Yeah, the game, game starts in two and a half hours. You you know, there's no reason, uh, reason why if you... Again, this is what PTO days are for. It's Friday. This is I what, know it was payday for some of y'all. Yeah. Like, go Don't invest. They sent us to a casino earlier today with our paychecks. That, was a, <laughs> that wasn't the best idea at all. We made it out alive somehow. But, yeah. <laughs> Definitely go get your tickets on game time, guys. And look, it's what? 5 o'clock first pitch? 5.07? 5.07. First pitch? Yep. You're going to be strolling downtown Phoenix 
in your Shady Rays, blocking out the haters and blocking out the sun. You guys can shop their entire collection at their brand new location, Carolyn Commons, a full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. I've been rocking my Shady Rays literally on every show this week because they are so damn good. They're effective indoors, outdoors, on the moon. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop their team always has your back and exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Tony in the chat, go D-backs. Josh in the chat. This season would be good in my book with a top five win, upward trajectory, and a win over UA at the end of the year. See, that's that's the crazy thing is key wins can be such a such an upward trajectory boost. You know what I mean? Like that that's the thing about some of these, you know, colleges yeah. is like again, you just just have to beat one team for you to become you know, a, a, a program people are talking. About. Oh, yeah. It felt like Colorado could have lost every other game and their season was a success after week one after they beat TCU. Correct. A thousand percent. Like, that's all Arizona State needs now. It's easier said than done. Go out there and beat the number five team in the nation. Uh, but we'll obviously see what transpires. It's it's going to be interesting. You went, you went to ASU, though. Uh, I did. What do, you, what do you think about the game tomorrow? Uh, well... I mean, I, I don't I don't think their chances are very good, you know, <laughs> but here's the thing is like, again, relating it back to the Diamondbacks, not many people are giving them a chance in this series yeah. against the Phillies. And guess what? Uh, right now, that football game is tied zero zero. Right. Yeah. And you can do whatever. And, yeah, that, you know, that's the thing is, is like this right now, even with the Diamondbacks being down. The home field advantage kind of swings back in their way because they have three at home after playing two in Philadelphia, and they could hypothetically go up five to two or three to two after being down two nothing, and then just need one, and then just need one, one fluke win in Philadelphia, right? I mean, again, there's times where I have openly admitted that the Philadelphia Phillies are the better team. It's hard not to with how uh, how how like the name recognition they yeah. have and and the big hitters and these guys are just bigger than life personalities. Everybody knows that if Nick Castellanos hits a home run, something terrible happened in the world at the same time, right? <laughs> but like. It's one of those situations where it's a sport, and at any point, an upstart team has to become an upstart at some point, and they have to have that upset at some point. Yeah. And if this team has already kind of done it with the Dodgers, and now here they are, I mean, they've done it the whole time in the playoffs, but now here they are potentially being able to upstart what most people are considering considering to be the favorite to win the World Series yeah. You know, of the four teams left. So, I mean... Not, anything's possible and like that's the biggest thing that whenever you get into like the all of this that we do where we analyze stuff and we talk about the games beforehand and we try to you know talk about who has an advantage here and there it still comes down to going out there and performing and these these kids can go out there at any point and absolutely just destroy an opponent no matter where what they're ranked yeah and 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 pull it through right and i mean again you could talk about talent you could talk about all of this stuff but all of these kids are still figuring this game out and they're figuring their careers out and figuring life out figuring life out like my god i've always thought about that myself because i i didn't even know what i wanted to do uh at 18 19 years old with my life let alone you know be being put in the high pressure situation that all of these kids are as collegiate athletes and everything that they do right so especially now with nil transfer portal dude it's crazy yeah Yeah. like i mean that a lot of that stuff was just illegal bad (laughs) stuff when i was you know when i when i was in college you know back in my day but like yeah no i mean it's it's funny now because again there's there's a lot you can do and i think right now a big part of that recruiting portion that we spoke about earlier is going out there and being innovative with the yeah. things that you can offer to kids, right? Like, I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot of opportunities for NIL deals. We got our man Max that sets us up with yeah. partnerships here. Maybe ASU can hire Max and see what Max Hell, can we bring got him over. NIL deals ourselves. Like, it's it's I, my 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 stupid face was on a gas pump at one point. <laughs> I don't even understand it, right? But I mean, again, you you do things because kids do want to be. There's things that kids want to be. They want to be stars. Yeah. They want to you know have opportunities uh, to to make extra money, and they want to have opportunities to do all of that stuff. So you you have to now in today's day and age kind of find a way where you can make that uh, part of your recruitment make it part of the attraction to coming here yeah i mean that's kind of been the the story and the mantra that i've trying i've been trying to deliver all week right like there's a reason they schedule these games and they start zero zero right that's God, yes. why the game yeah. is played there's, there's a reason 
that we watch sports is for these potential upsets that you get. There's a reason that you freak out when you get the the notification saying Arizona State is up three on yeah. Washington in the final yeah. minute of the game and you lose your mind, right? Like, and you it's not like they haven't been, that. right? I mean, yeah. they've been up in these games. I mean, the Colorado game, obviously, they yep. had an opportunity to win that one. So it's really not like they haven't been close. Like, they've, they've had some egregious games, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you, you feel like – that this isn't one of those situations where they're not a competitive team. Yeah. They're a good team, and every game starts 0 0. Absa fucking Lutely. Chris in the chat. Totri needs spots for other sports. <laughs> we'll bring him on the D back show. <laughs> Just, I'll make an appearance yeah. just across the network. We'll, <laughs> we'll see what we do, guys. It is Friday. Before we get to Hot or Not, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Circle K. Derek mentioned he saw himself over on a little gas pump. Look, it's not right. America's. Their shop. It's Totri's their shop and America's their shop. And they've got a new free membership program for you guys where you can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups and get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products, whether that be pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks. They'll also just send you free coupons. They for did. Free I stuff. literally I was just I about candy. to say. I, I got, got chips. I got, I got all sorts of stuff. I got, got a, a free iced coffee. I got they a don't, you know. literal text from Circle K today. Yep. Saying visit Circle K for big savings all October. Offer me twelve pack sodas for five bucks. Circle K water cases two for five. Six dollar pizza Fridays. It is like, Friday. They $6 literally $6 have Fridays. it all over at Circle K, and you guys can get in on the action. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. And again, before we get to hot or not, we don't always have Derek on the show. Okay, but the beautiful thing about PHNX is you never really know who, what, or when is going to be on each and every single show. And you never really know what's going to go ahead and be in the PHNX locker as well. We've got new shirts all the damn time, including this one. Derek, tell us a little bit about this one. Well, well we're fucking dangerous, don't you? That's what this shirt <laughs> is me? all about. Oh, yeah, you and me <laughs> together, we're definitely fucking dangerous. <laughs> on the streets of Phoenix, do not, do not send us out there together. But no, uh, Tori Lavallo gave an absolutely electric uh, speech after one of the games. And the thing he brought up, and again, this definitely applies to ASU, is that a connected team is a fucking dangerous team. And absolutely. a big part of that is the fact that this team no matter what people thought of it, uh, you know, absolutely uh, has been connected all season long, been playing games like they've been playoff games this whole time. Yeah. So uh, this was just a, an ele- like one of those speeches. Again, talk about the pregame speech I was saying earlier. Yeah. Like this, this was another speech that makes me want to run through a brick wall. So uh, we had to immortalize it in a wonderful shirt. So go get that shirt right now at the PHNX Locker. And we are a connected and locked in team as well here at PHNX. We've got riders pretty much on every single beat locked in more so than the majority of the Valley. And you can get a lot of their great content over at gophnx.com. Go become a diehard. You're going to get your yearly free shirt. Maybe get this we're fucking dangerous t-shirt maybe get the wagon t-shirt maybe go get yourself the new logan cooley t-shirt over at phnx coyotes i know that one is flying out fast yeah uh and, and maybe if you're inclined you know maybe go get a sun devil shirt as well also we got a little note for you tomorrow saturday october 21st leah what's going on for the people that don't already know so in the morning, we are joining a bunch of teams across the country for the Out of the Darkness Walk, which is um, an event that helps raise money for suicide prevention um, and suicide prevention programs and kind of unites people who have been affected by suicide. Um, and it's an event co-chaired by one of our very own diehards, Kelly. Um, and it's a cause that means a lot to her and to me. So we're really excited to be a part of it. Um, you can check out the link in the description. I'll drop it in the chat as well to join Team PH next if you're not in the you can't make it in person it's at salt river fields by the way um 9 a.m get there you can get there a little before we're gonna be out there in full force it's gonna be a lot of fun um but you can join team phnx just virtually and if you're able to help us reach our fundraising goal you can do that as well so thanks so much for uh supporting the cause go check it out guys and Derek, kind of transitioning to hot or not here you've been on hot or not i think one time Mm -hmm. one time what was it the um was it was it the we did it over at but was it Buds of Palooza? 
that yes, we did it? Yes. Gosh, that was, what was that, 10 years ago? That yeah. <laughs> feels like it was a long it's time ago. It's no surprise ago. that neither one of us remember that event. <laughs> say, a long time ago <laughs> that we went and did that. But we have got Derek on for Hot or Not 2.0. No need for the sliders. Leah, we, we did this, I think, with Danielle last week. But who in the entire company of PHNX is hot this week? Oh, shoot. I wasn't prepared yeah, for this. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Just You could throw it out. Oh, my God. Because I was going to say you because you've been doing solo shows. Like, if I had to choose between you, Sean, and Shane. But, you know, they're both gone. Yeah, so. they're both MIA. <laughs> they entered the transfer portal. Um, You know what? Oh, man. I wasn't prepared. Um, I'm going to actually give it. This is going to. I, I hope this is upset, Derek. But I'm gonna give it to Patrick for flying down from okay. Denver and filling in. Patrick um, absolutely yeah, deserves for, it. He's yeah, for he's been here for like I mean he went home for a few days, but he's been here for. He like just two lives weeks. here now. Don't don't he, let him kid yeah. you. He just lives here. Yeah, and just it's it's awesome that he flew down and is helping out on the D back show yes. and just kind of slid right into co-host well yeah we could talk about this i stole sean from you guys and then sean got stolen from me uh as we knew was gonna eventually happen uh so our man patrick came down from dnbr normally covers the rockies like you said and yeah i couldn't agree more uh patrick has killed it uh and it's been very enjoyable patrick is very much like jesse so it was easy for me to transition only Patrick is basically my same age and he's seen movies. So he understands <laughs> pop culture references, television show titles, all the fun stuff. Songs I bring up. Yeah, though that's the big difference. He's also been great in the office, I feel like. Just no, absolutely not. No, you don't think no, so? No, you get him and Max together to, and just, they just start doing dad joke after dad joke. It's insufferable. I've seen him walk around though, and he's not he's wearing like sandals. I, oh I will yeah, say. he's got he got grilled. He got grilled he's for the got sandals. His toes on hanging for, out, yeah, so you definitely not, need to get him some socks. Yeah, he doesn't um, quite understand how how our camera setups work yeah. around here in Studio A, but uh, <laughs> hopefully his feet won't make another appearance. <laughs> Get your dogs out the shot, Patrick. <laughs> Leah, what's the first topic this week? All right. First hot or not topic is hot or not bringing signs to sporting events. Mm. Oh, that put this puts me in an awkward position. This is a tough one. Dude. Yeah, this puts me in an awkward position because I am a pro wrestling fan. And uh, <laughs> I think more so than even a sporting event, you are allowed openly to bring signs and encouraged to bring signs to pro wrestling events. But what I will say is that uh, it's a nuisance. And if you want to enjoy yourself, don't bring a sign. I say not. And I'm not, I'm not even saying it because you're going to be a, a, a dirt bag that holds it up in front of the person behind you and forget like your sign doesn't cover up the next three rows, not being able that. to see. Right. But there's also just the, the encumbrance of it, like having to carry it around, having it to carry it in, having to get it okayed by security, yeah. having to make sure nothing happens to it during the thing. Like the people walking down the aisle trying to bring their nachos in, don't like step on it and stuff. It's not, it's an unforgiving experience but if you're going to bring a sign bring a good damn sign yeah. put some thought into it put some work into it maybe some lights a moving foot or something i or don't just know something really funny yeah that's like really yeah. funny yeah. otherwise it. don't bring Get a sign otherwise, otherwise i'm with you like don't bring a sign i don't think it's hot at all especially for me like Go i don't devils have, i don't Get yeah no we, we don't need that we Nobody need something absolutely funny like poking fun at the opposing coach or the program some the mascot correct something like that that uh, is when it's acceptable today on pat mcafee show someone had a giant flag of pat mcafee's mugshot see that's that's, that's how you do no it. that's acceptable that's yeah acceptable. you gotta go above and beyond right to make right. a, a sign acceptable. and see that was also smart because flags kind of can bunch up and be like yeah. put away easily maybe in a satchel or something yeah. yeah there's a right way to do a flag but if you're gonna half-ass it just keep your science project at home I don't let's want just it. do that what's topic number two leah all right next topic hot or not hydration packets well, oh, hot as hell. Hot. Hot as hell. I literally hot. I literally put one of the little prime hydration packets in a little water bottle what the other day, and today yeah. I'm drinking a prime. Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? I mean, do you want to aid to the hydration? Like, especially at sporting events, have you been to a daytime Sun Devils game? It is the... It <laughs> have is you? The- <laughs> have you? Because you'll know the answer to that question is probably not for a no. lot of people. No, <laughs> I, I do not. I do not like trying to shove into that one little area of shade with all of you. That's terrible. Yes, hydration packets are hot because it's hot here today the, we set a record yesterday for high it's october it was october 19th why do we even live here did we really did we really yes do we that? really set set a high yesterday wow, that's crazy it's crazy it's 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 like peggy hill said on king of the hill this place <laughs> is a monument to god uh, you know man's uh what 
whatever. I don't remember what the quote is. That, but it's a front. It's an affront to God. It's an insult to God living here because we are absolutely living in a place that no human being should live. <laughs> Hydration packets, hot as hell. Because yeah. it's hot. I feel like I attacked Phoenix and I didn't you did. mean to you, do that. You did. You absolutely <laughs> did. You turned into an attack as, as opposed to like support. Oh my gosh. What's the last one we got, Leah? The quote is, it's a monument to man's arrogance. There you go. There monument is. to man's arrogance. You Thank you. Had it. I was there, but it was just yeah. too much. You just too, needed, yeah. you were. I needed you know, that push. The I bamboo needed. was being watered. She just helped Jay get it. She did. She yeah. did. Yeah. All right. Last topic. Hot or not, Halloween costumes for pets. Mm. Man, these are some fucking, these are some tight ones here yeah that's halloween hot. costumes it's hot. for pets it's hot especially if you make your animal your dog look like a little man you know carrying something where you give them those ones where their front paws are the feet and then they give like little fake arms holding two beers or something hot hot this is problematic for me because i feel like a cat in a halloween costume or a dog in a halloween costume it's just meh it can be cute it can be cute but like I've seen it. I've seen it a million times. I don't want to see your pug dressed as a minion. I've seen it a gazillion times. However, if you have like an Monster. exotic pet, I think that would be funny. What, if like you, a monkey? Dressed yeah, if you have like a, a monkey no. dressed as like Superman or like a or a snake or a bird well, or a frog. Are you right. kidding me? That shit JJ, would be awesome. JJ is going to be dressed. That up would be electric. If you like dressed up your bird as like, I don't know, like Barney for... Halloween? Are you telling me that wouldn't be awesome? No, like dressing your bird up specifically like a dinosaur is awesome, especially <laughs> so like a Tyrannosaurus Rex or Barney. <laughs> yes, that's I'm on board with that. <laughs> like a hamster? Yeah. Like what are you dressing the hamster up as? Like uh, I don't know. Wreck It Ralph? Like that'd be I, yes, awesome, dude. Yes, putting him in little overalls and a red <laughs> yes. shirt. I'm, yeah. See, you're just making a case for no, why right. dressing up animals. No, you're right. I talked myself in it. I talked myself into the idea. There's no doubt that if it. you can dress up an exotic pet in something funny, yeah. like a bird, like Barney. Or uh, uh, or a hamster like Wreck It Ralph, then yeah, Halloween costumes are hot as hell. Yeah, Tony in the chat. I have a python dressed as a snake. See, like that's it. Just screams U of A, just all over, all the time. I, I want to take a step back to where you said you don't want to see my pug dressed in a Halloween costume. I am absolutely no, no, no. Text I said, you pictures of my. I don't want to see it dressed costume. as a minion. Uh, okay, well, I got don't a little, dress it in a minion. I got a little Hawaiian shirt. Can you dress him up as me? Yeah. That's yes. That's in fact going to happen. It's, it's not hard. I'm absolutely here for it, guys. That is going to do it for our Friday show. On the way out, subscribe. Do Bobby Hurley a solid. Hit that little like button. He's begging. He's pleading like he always wow. does. He just wants a little like. That's all he wants. Push the like button. There we go. Just yeah. hit that like button. If you enjoyed the content again. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Derek here at where? where it's can, Cap where? underscore Caveman with a K. Don't make me explain it. It's like Baxter. I got myself involved with, you know, a deal way back with a sponsor thing. And now here we are. But whatever. <laughs> you can follow Leah at Leah Merrill. And we will be live tomorrow for a postgame show. Win, loss, rain, or shine. Arizona State taking on the number five Washington Huskies, be there or be square. Before we get out of here, the D-backs are a wagon and go Devils. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.